We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. But it's quite puzzling that, you know, you lose your coordinator, you lose your safeties. It's kind of interesting if you're the Buffalo Bills right now. Yeah, cap face a little bit tight up there in Buffalo right now. Shafty players... Do not like getting tagged. So those that did not get tagged today are smiling wide. Let's run through some of the players that did not receive the franchise tag. And we start with Jesse Bates, unless you have something else yeah. more important to get to. Yeah, well, I was going to say they're also expected to lose Tremaine Edmonds in Buffalo as well. Yes. Adam Schefter, dropping in there, expected to lose. Not confirming that that's a done deal, but expected to lose. Both Edmonds and Poyer. Jeremy White, Jody Biasi. good morning. Happy... Thursday, Sal Capaccio joining us on the Wester Hotline. Sal, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. I don't know if you've seen my my Twitter poll I posted. It's it's a it's a good mm-hmm. window into how Bills fans are feeling about the off season, and that is uh, feeling like screw the defense. The offense needs upgrades because the question I asked was, you know, if if both Edmonds and Poyer exit, does restocking the defense take priority? And it is a blowout of no. So, you know, Bills fans focus in the offense. That said, you know, the Edmonds thing, have you felt like they will get that done the whole time? And is, is the idea that he might leave a shock is too strong a word, but if he leaves that it does have to at least change the course of their off season. First of all, not only did I see your poll, I voted in it and I'm one of the 83.5%. Very good. Focus uh, so, on the offense. So there you go. Uh, right. And no, I, I I would not be shocked if he left. I've never felt that they were always going to get something done. However, what I've always felt was they have a path to get something done. Like, they can do it. If they want to do it, they can do it. I was more on the probably 60 to 70% chance that they'd probably get something done, but not a shock if they couldn't. I think after this long, as this has gone on longer, as we've heard people from the Combine, as we, heard, as we hear Adam Schefter in that clip, I'm much more... Of, in the 50-50 category, and now even probably more the other way, that yeah. it seems like they're not going to keep them. So I never felt that, oh, yeah, they're definitely going to get something done with Tremaine. What I've always said is there's a much easier path to get something done with Tremaine, which is he's young. You can spread the money out. You can give him a longer contract to do that, five, six years. And even on his end, he can get paid again in his career by doing that because he's only 25 years old. So it was always, okay, they, they can really make this work if they want. The, the the trick to that, Jeremy, has always been. But what do they value him at? Because you could you could spread the money out as much as you want, but is he still getting what he thinks he's worth? And if he feels he can go to the market and get something more, then it doesn't matter if you can spread the money out if you're not willing to pay him what he can get from another team. Yeah, and there are obviously questions about well, what would the plan be at linebacker? But I want to take it a different direction, Sal. If you think he might get 
and the Bills are prepared to spend seventeen million a year on him, or sixteen, or let's say sixteen for the sake of it. That now means that sixteen can go somewhere else, and I guess that would be for me the most interesting part of this offseason. Would they spread it around among two, three guys, or would they then go in for a big ticket guy? Because Edmonds is a big ticket, which means they were ready to spend that on that position. You know, for some reason, like Mike McGlinchey's name comes up. He's the premier right tackle on the market. Could they surprise everybody and go with another uh, another target for that same allotted amount of money? You know, I-, I wonder how much they were willing to spend on Tremaine. And I also wonder if, was there ever a decision made? I don't know this, but is it possible that maybe they decided midway through last year, at the end of last year, like, we're just, you know, we're going to lose them. And, you know, we're not going to, we, we have we have to deal with this, that we're going to lose him. Not that they had a plan to re-sign him. I mean, I find it hard to believe they would not at least have some money budgeted to try and re-sign him, but maybe they were always kind of resigned to not having that money, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. And saying, hey, he's going to play out, and it's just one of these guys where we we did our best for five years with him, and he's going to move on. So let's just say, yeah, they did have this money plan, 15, 16, something like that, whatever it is. Brandon Bean said, you know, they're – however he put it, he didn't say it like he did last year about not going out and signing a big fish. But then they signed Von Miller last year. So, Jeremy, I would never put it past them. If there's a guy that, um, you know, they really want and they feel that they can they can help them, they'll find a way to structure a contract to make them that offer, yeah. even if it's a and, bigger type of player. But they've done that. They did it with Von Miller after telling everybody they weren't going to be able to do that last year. Right. And then the other way you could, of course, spend it is lock up one of your own. And Correct. who's the next candidate for that? I mean, I guess we could say Ed Oliver, but I don't think that's likely right now. No, and I think it's Gabe Davis. Actually. Gabe Davis is maybe the most likely, and I also think that's not that likely, at least not at this time. Yeah, right. And I, I I've said, and I, I believe I have, I have a sense that they would want to do that. And I think maybe before the season starts, at some point, I don't think it has to be now. I, I think that could be like a Dawson Knox route, right? Dawson Knox signed his contract last training camp like see how it goes he comes back to camp hey let's work on something we don't want you really going into your last year and I know people say what do you mean Gabe Davis a little inconsistent whatever I've been looking I mean I don't know if he approaches 20 that's quite a bit but if you look at the wide receivers that are making up 15 to 17 like you could make a case right there that Gabe Davis fits in with a lot of those guys right I mean the 20 million dollar a year guys are guys like Deontay Johnson um you know there are guys who've had 1,000 yard seasons no doubt He's a little below that because he hasn't had that. But let's say Gabe has a le- close to 1,100 yards. Let's say he breaks 1,000 yards. And he puts himself in that category. He puts himself in the fifteen to $20 million category, somewhere in there. Like, And that's a wide swath. But what do you say, 17, something like that? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I know that people look on the surface and go, wait a minute, that's a lot of money for Gabe Davis. That's the going rate for receivers like him right now. So yeah, I do think that's that that's probably the next guy up, but they could use that money. They probably have a plan for that. We know the Bills have had a plan in some way, shape or form, uh, to be able to do that. And I'm sure they had a plan for Tremaine Edmonds, but obviously that, you know, as you get further down the road, things wind up changing and now they're in this situation where they're gonna have to make those decisions. So to answer your question, I, I mean I can't expect them to sign like a really big name guy, but they did that last year with Von Miller. And if they do have that money available, they could do some restructures here. Then we'll see. Maybe they do wind up signing someone where we're like, oh, okay, well, that makes that's really cool. I can't believe they signed that guy. The one thing that signing Von Miller does is it, it, it does, you're kind of saying it, it keeps the door open to, well, maybe yeah. they could do something like that because they do talk about wanting to, 
draft and develop their own and re-sign and develop their own. And they have done that in large part. But if Edmonds is about to walk, he's in part maybe about to walk because they signed Von Miller. Right? Like when they signed Von Miller last year, I'm not sure Brandon Bean would have signed the death certificate on a, a, a Edmonds extension, but he would have had to known when when he was signing that deal, it's going to be a lot harder to pay Tremaine next year if we want to do it. And I wonder if there is a player that he would be willing to go that route again, again, like McGlinchey, whoever it might be. It, it, right now it might be, okay, I would be very willing to pay Gabe, Gabriel Davis on an extension, but is there a player that can come across Bean's uh, screen there and say, okay, you know what? This for this guy, I would be willing to make it that much harder on myself to sign to sign Davis. Well, I, I mean, we could throw names out and like have wild speculation, which would this would be because I don't know. But let's give an example here. You had that the update about a guy like Jesse Bates. Like, is the way to replace Jordan Poyer, knowing how, how important safeties are in this defense, to go and get a guy like that who's going to cost a lot of money and say he's only twenty six guys. Maybe it's okay. We got our new Jordan Poyer, and we just got six years younger. Yep. Right. Like a guy like that would cost a lot of money and would fit exactly what you're talking about, Joe. Where maybe it's off the radar. Like, wait a minute, they just went out and signed Jesse Bates. Like, okay, you steal him from a, a team that you lost to in the playoffs. It's really good. You put him in your defense. You have to pay him a lot of money. And now, yep, is that going to cost you next year, Gabe Davis? Is that going to cost you Ed Oliver retaining him? Um, you know, there are guys in 2024. The other guys who are up next year. Um, McKenzie, Butker, Epinesa, Daquan Jones, Tim Settle, Micah Hyde, Tyler Bass. There's not a ton of big names. Now, maybe Ed Oliver has a monster year, and you're like, okay, what do we do? Gabe Davis, the same thing. That's why I say maybe you lock one of them up, and maybe you lock Gabe up. But maybe that's a guy like that. McGlinchey's another guy. Maybe he's someone you say, okay, like we can go and we try to um, you know sign him. I said to Joe yesterday, Jeremy, that just recently – I was catching up with an agent that I've known for a while. Nothing about, you know, there was no, like, salacious stuff or anything. It was just like he went to the combine. We were just chatting about, you know, things going on around the league. And he said to me, he goes, you know, I don't know, Sal, what the Bills are going to do. But it just, I, he said, and it was really cool to hear this. He goes, I'll tell you this, though. They'll have more options than people think because players want to play there. He said, I've never, it, it's it's way different than before. Like, who they're playing with, with Josh Allen, where the team is right now, like, they're, they're, there's going to be some players who they might take a little less to go to Buffalo, and that just perked my ears up and yeah. said, okay, well, I guess that just opens the door to more possibilities. Yeah, there's. it's funny, Joe and I were talking about this in the break, too. Like Teams that will benefit from a change in what they represent. Like The Bills get this change from Allen, and maybe some from McDermott. I said to Joe, because there's plenty of speculation, Sal, about Jordan Poyer going to Miami, that I think Miami is about to enter this fray as well of players wanting to go play for Mike McDaniel because mm-hmm. whether he's likable, relatable, however the players feel about him, he certainly seems to have an air where guys want to play for him. And Jordan Poyer was on NFL Network and kind of accidentally said his name before he got cut off. Like the Miami speculation for Poyer is very, very strong, and I'd be shocked if he signs anywhere yeah. else at this point. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Um, yeah, I, I agree. It looks like Mike McDaniel... You know, he gets a lot of high marks in those categories. You know, it seems like he he's very he's very much a player's coach and treats them well, and people like that. And it is Miami, and it's warm. There's no state income tax. They have a lot of built-in kind of reasons why people would want to go there and play, and they were very good last year. Um, I also think, actually, especially if they get Rodgers, the Jets are starting to become that. It seems like Robert Sala is that kind of guy, where 
players want to go. And they have star power now. They have the two rookies of the year. And they have Brees Hall. And if they get Rodgers, like, it could be suddenly, how about that? Now, there's two sides of this. Number one, wow, look at the AFC East. Suddenly you got these teams where free agents want to go. They're really good. They're on the rise. This is super competitive. And then the other side where you're like, <laughs> and there's the New England Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Does anybody want to go there and play for Bill Belichick? Anymore? Right, right. No, I mean, I just I say it a little bit in jest, but isn't that funny how it's kind of changed for so many years? It was, I remember Dan Shaughnessy every year in the Boston Globe writing an article, a column, about how, once again, the Patriots are in a division with a bunch of tomato cans, and they're going to walk to the division. And honestly, because of what you just said, and then you couple that with, I think, what the Jets are doing, you could be looking at the exact opposite right now where the other three teams are the destinations and the Patriots are trying to play catch-up to all of them. Sal Capaccio on the Western Hotline. His appearance brought to you by New York's only outlet, outlet liquor. When it's time to stock up, it's the best place to buy a case. What's your outlet? Sal, should we expect restructures announced soon? Field Yates tweeted out a, a three of yeah. them. The Chargers with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, the Dolphins with Bradley Chubb, and the Panthers restructured a tackle. The Bills, it's not even just a free-up space to get into free agency. They have to do some restructures, period, right? Like They're, they're, they're far yes. enough over that these are going to come probably in the next, what, couple days, you think? I would think so. Yeah, <clears throat> you probably. I mean, they have until the fifteenth to get under the uh, cap. Fifteenth at four p.m. You'd probably want to make sure that you know you'd get him done before then, and they'll check out the landscape. They, you know, they'll try to do things to make sure a they get under the cap, and b they'll have enough room to play with once the fifteenth comes around. And I think they'll probably want to do that probably before the thirteenth. Who knows? Because the thirteenth the negotiating window when that opens. Look, the Bills are about sixteen to seventeen million dollars over the cap right now. Josh Allen, though, has a $27.5 million base salary. With one stroke of the pen, you can turn that into $1.5 million and save $26 million on the, well, because you're going to then you're going to make it into a signing bonus. So 26 of it gets put in signing bonuses, and then you divide that by five, and whatever that is, that's the extra amount. So, okay, he's going to count. You can, you can basically save 21 to 22 just by restructuring Josh Allen in that way. You're going to be under the cap immediately. Then you have Von Miller. He has a $13 million roster bonus, 13.3. You can turn that into a signing bonus. By doing that, you'd save another probably close to $10 million. Just by doing those two moves, you can save about $30 million, let's say. And that's on the conservative side, depending on how they do that. I mean, you're already, you know, right there with um, not only having getting under the cap, but having, what, 10 to $15 million available. I mean, again, like I said, the numbers aren't perfect right there, the example. But it's pretty easy to be done. And then you have the releases. Where do they come from? Naheem Hines, is he somebody? He's got a pretty big number, 4.9. Isaiah McKenzie, is he somebody? He's at 2.2. I mean, right there, that's $7 million with those players. Not saying, oh, yeah, just let him go. Maybe they do. Maybe they find a way to keep them on reduced pays. I don't know. But you can easily get under the cap and have, I would say, pretty sufficient room to operate. All right. It's exciting. It's an exciting time of year. You know, I mean, following all these teams and seeing what might happen and i'm ready for rumor season you know get around the the free agency period bringing in visits or, or having visits um you know the bills yeah. they've, they've got more holes to fill than last year last off season was kind of like a all right run it back and you know plug a hole or two and they brought in vaughn which was of course yep. a big deal and this time around i don't know if anybody's expecting a Vaughn level deal but like you said you can never rule it out anymore which is kind of fun you have you have a team that's not afraid to swing i think we can we can pretty much say that yeah and listen brandon bean said at the uh, his end of year press conference 
you know, it's funny. Like I, we hear from fans. You know, they tweet us, they call us, whatever. People talk to us, and there's always a wow. They're going to take this step back, and they're going to have to. They know that they're going to have to retool here. And Brandon Mean said that's not going to happen as long as like he's here, as long as they have this window here, and they have Josh Allen. Like that's just not going to happen. They're always going to put on the, the try to win the Super Bowl, and that's what I expect. They're going to make those moves. Does it mean that it, it's easy? No. Does it mean that? You know, they have to, they can re-sign everybody and get every free agent they want. Of course not. But they have not, they're not thinking in their mind, you know, might have to take a step back here to take two steps forward later. It's just not how it's going to work. They're going to do that. So that's why it is exciting. One rumor I, I wanted to hear about was who the next Syracuse coach would be, Jeremy. I don't yeah. know if you guys have talked about it today, but I, I, I uh, it's kind of anticlimactic and that is nothing against Adrian Autry. Like, I love Adrian Autry. He's actually, he played there when I first arrived there for a couple of years and I love him. But I was always hoping that they – I really hoped they would go outside the program once Beheim left because I just think it would have been a job that so many really good candidates would want to come yeah. to Syracuse and you'd have such a, a great pool that you could choose from. Yeah, and on the Beheim thing, so he's pushed out basically, right? It sounds like he's kind of been pushed out yeah. like, thanks for your time, we're moving on. And, you know, Sal, I, I think you can make this point for a lot of sports. You don't have to like – the transfer portal, and you don't have to like NIL, but the fact that your head coach, Jim Beheim, if, if he's going to be behind the times and he's not going to yep. participate in it, he can't stay no matter who you are. It'd be like an NBA coach trying to win in the low post instead of shooting threes. Like You've got to adapt with the game, and if you're not going to, you're going to lose, and I'm sorry, but you've got to go. Well, you know that There are advancements in each and every sport. Baseball, with the shift, if you didn't follow the way that bullpens are managed. And if you were just going to be this, I mean, dinosaur is always like this old term. He, he might hate what has become of college basketball, but it has happened. And if you're not going to adapt, you're going to go. Yeah, and it seems like over the last year or so, he's talked a lot more about being, having to do that and knowing he has to do that. But you're right. He's just so set in his ways and so used to the way. And I, I don't love it. I really don't. But you're right. You have to do that now. Look, and he makes – even Beheim said, NC State, Pitt. Like, these teams now, they're good because it's all a team full of transfer portal kids. Did you hear the stat of the day the other day, Jeremy, from Matt Park when he was on? No. We tweeted about it. Oh, my God. Joe and I were blown away. So, Matt Park, play-by-play play play of Syracuse football and basketball. Yep. He came out with us the other day to preview the ACC tournament. I said, that is the stat of the day. Joe remembers. The stat of the day is, and it's true, we looked it up. The average age of the Pitt Panthers basketball starting lineup is older than the average age of the Oklahoma City Thunder starting lineup. Yeah, it's amazing. So you're right about that. And um, but there's a lot. There's a lot of you know. There's a lot to talk about with Beheim and everything that went into it. And you know, obviously the his personality and grumpiness and all that. And I could do without all of that. You know, yep. let's move on. Um, but you're right. And, and it did so seem to me yesterday. I I watched that press conference. I was more confused. Leaving, I here's what I got out of it. If anybody listened to it or watched it or whatever, he basically wanted the university to say no. Please, Jim, stay one more year. And he was basically saying that to Donna Detota and Mike Waters, like, "Well, it's their decision." And they was, "Well, do you want to come back?" Well, I keep saying it's their decision. No, I mean, but what do you want, Jim? Because he clearly didn't say I want to leave and or I'm going to retire. But then he did. To me, he wanted the university to beg him to come back. It didn't happen. They finally, finally, finally took a stand. And he said, okay, well, then I guess I got to go. Yep. This reminds me, Sal, like there's always these hills to die on. At one point, wasn't Beheim very much against one and duns? Like that was the old. Yes. And, yes. What, and his only title came from a one and done well, guy. 
That's right. But, you know, in fairness, so was Coach K. But yep. guess what Coach K did? He got to one and done. He said, he said I got to recruit all the one and dones. Yep. And then he did, and he still won a bunch of national championships. Yep. If you don't, if you don't stay up, you're going to fall behind, and, you know, it ends up being what Bayheim is. So, all right, Sal. Well, I mean, I'm with you. I'm kind of renewed on Adrian Autry, and hopefully things go well sure. for the from here. I, I'm, I, I'm happy for him. I'm excited to see what he can do. And it also is easier if he is if, if he's not that good, if they stay where they are or go backward, it's also easier to move on from Adrian Autry than it was to move on yep. from Jim Beheim. So yep. let's see how it goes. I would have <laughs> loved somebody from the outside, but hey, let's let let's see where it is now. I'm I'm a, I'm a little energetic, like you said about I, it. I saw an interview with I saw Mike Hopkins made a statement on from, from Washington. He was the heir apparent in two thousand fifteen when Beheim had a th- he had a three year exit strategy eight years ago. <laughs> so like, I mean yeah. Jeremy, he was the heir apparent in like when they won the national championship and yep. he's on the bench with them, right? I mean, it's crazy. It's a little That's bit how like, long it's been. It's like how Garoppolo had to leave New England eventually. Like, all right, you were supposed <laughs> to be the guy, but this guy will not leave. All right. I know. Extra point show, what do you guys got coming up today? Uh yeah, extra point show. And who did I uh hold on. We do have somebody coming on. And now I forget who's coming on with us today, but I'll remember it. Oh yeah. Oh, we're gonna talk Giants. We got Paul Dettino. He's the uh, the he's the play by play guy who filled in a couple years ago gotcha. when we were um, in New York and the Bills played the Jets. But we're gonna talk to Paul about the Giants and their moves and uh, what's coming up in the offseason and obviously Brian Dable and Joe Shane and what they did with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Plus, obviously, we'll talk about the Bills and what's cap- happening here. Another big Sabres game tonight as well. Very good, Sal Capaccio on the Western Hotline. Thanks, Sal. You got it. When we return, the return of Juicy Rumors. We're getting to the NFL free agency period, the legal tampering or the player contact period. Some rumors. Who's out there? Who do you want? And, Joe, we should talk about how to spend $18 million. How do you want to spend it? Is that the number? 17? How do you want to spend? 16 at least. How do you want to spend $16 million, Brandon Bean? No, if Edmonds leaves, Mm -hmm. that's tough. It's a big hole to fill, but that is a big paycheck to give to Anybody you want. 803-0550 to join us on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
game he goes out there, it's Josh Allen for the first time in NFL history did this, <laughs> or Josh Allen for the you know since 1990 is the first person to do that. So he's doing everything he can. Mm-hmm. I think it falls more on us. Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, you know defense making more plays, special teams, everybody just doing your job. It's not Josh Allen. Uh, the, it's not the Josh Allen show. It's, it's everybody. So mm-hmm. I think everyone has to kind of pick it up. Micah Hyde on Good Morning Football today. They did a State of the Bills. That's going to be the case for Allen's entire career unless one of two things changes. He stops running or they start running more. And unless one of those changes, this will always be a thing. And I think I will always tell you it shouldn't matter and the Bills should not worry about it at all. If they start running the football in general more? They need to start running it more. What if they just start running him less and they throw the ball the exact same amount? Yeah, That's the other part of it. He has to run less or... They have to pass less. Right. One way or another, if you want to get hit, the load off of his plate, he has to do less. And which of those which of, which of those do you like? Him running it less or him passing it less? Do you not like either one of them? I don't I don't necessarily love either one, yeah. but if I had to pick one, I'd rather him run less than throw less. I don't I do not want him throwing less at all. They are right I, there with I, the Bengals and Chiefs. I agree. But when he scrambles, good things happen. Yeah. Well, okay, so scrambles versus like designed runs. Sure, take, I could still have him run 150 times a year if they're all scrambles. You could. But do I need him running? I don't even know what the numbers are offhand. I don't need but him running 250 times because I've got a bunch of quarterback powers. But if he scrambles and finishes the game as the leading rusher. That's fine. But the, the narrative is the same. Well, he's your leading narr- rusher again. The narrative is the same, but is, is the truth the same? Like how many designed runs or can can you decrease his workload running the ball without saying stop scrambling? Right. You probably could. You could take away the QB power stuff that or they run. Making easier throws, right? Yep. Like we've talked about the easy throws and trying to incorporate a bit of McDaniel or Shanahan into your offense where he drops back to pass and it's a three yard out to a guy that's gonna take it ten yards because he's great after the catch. Those are easy throws, the Bills don't like I mean he's got to sometimes run around back there for 10 seconds to create time to throw the football give him the easy throws he's Jody Biasi I'm Jeremy White good morning happy Thursday we get a caller in here from Miami Jimmy in Miami you're on WGR what's up Jimmy hey guys thanks for taking the call um happy juicy rumor season (laughs) Um, yeah going back to Poyer um in the paper down here yesterday the Miami Herald I was reading something very similar of course Drew Rosenhaus is uh, Poyer's agent, and they were saying that he would love to come down here, play for the Dolphins. Of course, one of the big reasons is there's no state income tax. So whatever millions of dollars he's going to get thrown at him, uh, he's going to save a lot of money on state income tax. But they have the makings of a really, really good defense down here, number one. And, of course, their offense is electric. So I, I think, I don't know, I think what, Jeremy, what you're saying is, is true. I think he'd love to come here. And, and Rosenhaus is really connected with the Dolphins and even the university, too. But um, the players also, from reading in the paper, they love McDaniel. He's, yep. uh, he's kind of a, a, a nerdy, uh, mad scientist kind of version of, of Shanahan. And, and I, was, I was reading an article once where, like, if a young player, now this wouldn't be, because he, you know, he's a pro bowler, but like a young player, he'd sit down with a young player that made a big mistake in a game, and he'd show him game film, and he'd say, look, this is what you did. This is your mistake. And then, then he'd go back, and he'd show him 
gave him on what he did right and say, here's what I want you to do. This, see, you can do that. This is what I want you to do. So he's, he's not going to yell and scream like somebody like Bill Cowher or Belichick or, or you yep. know, Parcells. And, but that, yeah, and anyway. Um, yeah, Jimmy, on that point, like Joe and I were talking about it, I think Mike McDaniels comes across as pretty cool and pretty likable, and it makes sense that players like him. There's a lot of stories about Tua and how Tua's confidence was completely broken before McDaniel came in, and he basically helped build him up and turn him into a very effective quarterback last year when he was healthy. Now, his long-term health is a is a big question. To the, to the All right, we're going to get to juicy rumors here, and there's a point that Mike McGlinchey made that will tie into Poyer, and there's news from Diana Rossini on Aaron Rodgers. So let's do some juicy rumors. Diana Rossini, just moments ago. Just tweeted? Just tweeted. Okay. Moments ago. In the wake of an extensive in-person meeting between Aaron Rodgers and New York Jets brass, including owner Woody Johnson, there's optimism in the Jets organization. They're on the brink of landing the future Hall of Fame quarterback. Hmm. Woody Johnson felt it was important to meet in person. Johnson left the meeting excited and satisfied about the potential match. As the Jets internally are working under an optimism this will happen, the Jets and Packers remain engaged in conversations about compensation and contract. Those conversations already started before the meeting. Now we wait to see if the Jets can close a deal to bring a future Hall of Famer from Green Bay to New York. So it's close. Yep. And there was a report that the Packers are not looking for Three number ones. No. It's just like making offers. They just kind of want them gone. They want to be out. Yeah. And they found a place that'll take him. So that's that's part of it. Okay. To Mike McGlinchey. This gets to your yeah. J- Jordan Poyer issue. I'll be stunned if Poyer isn't a member of the Dolphins as soon as it's available to him. Like the minute that he hits the open market. Yep. Yeah. Mike McGlinchey, who is a right tackle on the market for the San Francisco 49ers. Here's, here's his quote from this week. We got a lot of intel coming off the week at the Combine and all that stuff, what's going on and what we can expect to happen. Yeah, I think once Monday hits, I'll probably have a pretty quick deal and a pretty quick decision to make and hopefully be signed by the first day of free agency. Okay, Free agency doesn't start Monday. The the player, the, 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 peri- the, t- the legal tampering period. Yeah, period. The contact period starts Monday. And here's him saying, like, oh, yeah, I'll be ready by Monday. He already knows where he's going pretty much. Right. So... Teams are already talking. Sure. The Combine is the place where you all talk. Boyard has talked to Mike McDaniel. Yeah. He's going to go play in that Vic Fangio defense, right? Mm -hmm. By the way, we say Vic Fangio's name a lot. Okay. More juicy rumors. DeAndre Hopkins. Quote, obviously, you know, I've been hearing a lot of trade talks. He's speaking with the Pat McAfee show. I take things day for day. I don't look forward to the future. I live in the present moment. Right now, the Cardinals is the team and the roster I'm on. I'm preparing myself for whatever the future holds. I don't really look forward to the future. I let you guys do that talk. He also said he was not looking to break the bank. Yeah. He just might want to go someplace and win. win. Which he's never really done on a big level. Like, he used to meet the playoffs a couple times. Yeah, they beat the Bills, and other than that, that's the farthest he's ever been. Right. Do you have interest in DeAndre Hopkins? Yes. Yes. Would he take $16 million that was earmarked for Tremaine Edmonds? He might want more than that. You could say you don't want well, to break Well, maybe what are his what are his priorities? You could say you don't want to break the bank. Are you going to take 10 million less than Diggs? Isn't Diggs like 26? 10 million less to go where would the 10 million more go though? Where are you going that you're going to make 10 million more? 
Like, it, it may be a good spot. Maybe Lamar re-signs in Baltimore, and he goes to Baltimore for that amount of money. They don't have a big receiver on the books. Um, I wouldn't want to rule out, though. I mean, if he's saying, and it's out there, that he'd be flexible, what does flexible mean? Flexible, to me, would mean you'd be willing to take less to go to a better team. Yeah. Which, I think, Bills are in the ballgame, if that's the case. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport reports the Carolina Panthers, Houston Texans, and Las Vegas Raiders are the teams likely to be interested in Jimmy Garoppolo. Wait till everybody sees the contract Garoppolo gets. You're gonna everybody's gonna be so mad, like for how high it is. Yeah, you're gonna do the same thing. Well, he's gonna get. 80. What were the three teams again? It was Carolina, Houston, Vegas. You think Houston would be if they if Houston does it? They're they're picking a quarterback, aren't they? Sure. So they're not giving Jimmy Garoppolo a giant contract. He's gonna get. $74 million guaranteed. No you way. You play quarterback in the no NFL. It's what way. you get. It's $74 million guaranteed, though. I got Derek him Carr on got like 100. A, I got Garoppolo on like a one-year $15 million deal. Interesting take. Joe, would you mind telling me what quarterback in the NFL is the number one in yards per attempt since 2017? I, it's, it's Jimmy Garoppolo. It is James but Garoppolo. It's also insert name that has played the most games with Kyle Shanahan. Right? Okay. If it was Brock Purdy the last four years, the answer would have been <laughs> Brock Purdy. Yeah. People are it depends. Get, I'm just ready for everyone to get so mad about how much money Garoppolo's going to get. Listen, if I, I wouldn't be stunned if Rodgers retires. He throw he you know pulls the carpet out on the Jets, and he, he retires. Or says, I want to go back to Green Bay or I'm not playing. Well, where are the Jets stand? Now, aren't they kind of at Garoppolo or bust? It sounds like they're going to get Rodgers done, though. Right, but I'm saying if... if if, and if it it's falls unlikely, apart. if it falls apart, are they at, we got to pay Garoppolo because otherwise we're stuck? Probably. So maybe that's how he gets it. I, Houston, though, who gives a quarterback that contract when you're maybe going to play him four games? Yeah, that might be right. They're picking second. Depends where they go. Carolina would make him the starting quarterback, wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. But they could draft Will Levis, too. Actually, you know what's interesting on them? Right. Frank Reich. If Frank Reich goes from, what, Carson oh. Wentz, to Matt Ryan, to Jimmy Garoppolo, then the jokes about the Colts being the senior tour are over, and it becomes Frank Reich. It's Frank Reich. Frank Reich is the guy that all these GMs are like, hey, why don't you take this guy? Well, here's something interesting about Carolina. The odds right now on the team to select first overall in the NFL draft, Carolina is the favorite at plus 115. Mm-hmm. They're almost a coin flip by the odds to pick first overall. And Houston will likely pick a quarterback, so... I don't know about Garoppolo. I think he might be compared to the rookie. I got a juicy rumor on Lamar Jackson. Matthew Barry wrote an article, Things I Heard, Most Interesting Things I Heard at the Combine. And what he said was he has heard that other teams are worried about the potential of Daniel Snyder giving Lamar Jackson exactly what he wants, a fully guaranteed contract, as one last... Ooh. Middle finger to the rest of the league on his way out. I'm rooting for it now. Because he won't have to see the end of it. He's going to sell the team. And the other owners don't want fully guaranteed contracts, and it would be his way of right. doing that. If they're pushing me out, and take this. Yeah, it's a lot of money up front. He's about to get all of it back in a sale of a team. That's right. I like that. But they were one of the teams we saw reported that they wouldn't be pursuing it, I think. Yep. I still like it. He would he would stay close by too. How far away is uh, oh, super close that stadium? Not far. Super close. 
Juicy rumors. Getting down to the uh, oh, I NFL did. open. What? There was one more quick one I was going to mention from that Barry article. He heard at the Combine about Matthew Stafford. I was told, quote, the guy could barely throw last year. Retirement is still not out of the question for Matthew Stafford in L.A. Hmm. There's no smoke about them at all, anything quarterback-wise. Yeah, they're going to give it to John Wofford? Or are, uh, they maybe. In, are they in for... Should they not be for Garoppolo? Don't they have a quarterback-friendly system to get the most out of your guy? That guy. If he goes to... If he goes to McVay, well, they could bring back they could bring back uh, Mayfield. They could. He did end the year there. All right, that's juicy rumors. Eight hundred three hundred five fifty. We'll get the latest on the Packers side of things. Tyler Dunn's going to join us at eight thirty. That Rodgers deal looks like it's close to the Jets. Is there any chance that Rodgers goes all the way through with it, and then they bring him out the jersey, and he's like, "Oh no, that's <laughs> that's awful." Of course, there's this guy could do anything. Listen. I'm not assuming he's going to the Jets yet. That's, this guy, you cannot trust him to do anything. I was so sure he was done with the Packers twice in the last three years, and then he went back there. We don't talk about how bad the Jets uniforms are nearly enough. No, they're. Ba- I saw a Photoshop of Rodgers in it yesterday and went, it's he's, terrible. he's going to play in that? Awful. Could he demand that they change their uniforms? Would they do it if he demanded that? If he demands it, I'll buy a jersey. I'll buy his jersey in the newly designed Jets uniforms. Okay, wait. You're saying if the Jets change their uniforms... Because Rodgers demanded it... Oh, because he... Okay. Then I will buy his new Jets redesigned uniform. Wow. He should demand it. Their uniforms are terrible. All right. We'll get a break in. Tyler Dunn, 830. Sean Stepner, the latest on Lamar, coming up at 9. And let's talk about... We're going to give you... $16 $16 million to spend. You call us and tell us how you want to spend it. If Tremaine is going to leave, let's have a little fun with it at least. Let's spend some money on these bills. 803-0550 on WGR. I know for sure that Aaron Rodgers can play quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers probably would be the best quarterback in the division, surpassing Josh Allen if he was enjoying the Jets. The Jets go to the playoffs, they win the division. Keyshawn Johnson. Get ready, folks. Get ready for Rodgers to the Jets. Let me just ask this. Did anybody say last year Russell Wilson would be the best quarterback in the AFC West? No. We don't think a single person said that? No, probably not. What people did say, though, was that the Chiefs would miss the playoffs. That happened. Yes. So, it's kind of similar. AFC West went through this last year, and maybe it goes better. Maybe it doesn't. Rodgers is old, and maybe he'll hit a decline like Russell Wilson did. Both teams did have Nathaniel Hackett. So, the Jets don't have to be great yeah. if they get Rodgers. There's a good chance, but they don't have to be. The uh, I'm looking at a few things, like yards per attempt, quarterback rating. Just last year, Rodgers had a down year. Like it's, it's possible... Yeah, that Rodgers has hit a wall. I right. I compared his numbers to Peyton Manning's um, at the exact same age. When was this? Couple couple weeks ago. I'm trying to find the numbers. Here we go. So, at age 37 and 38, Rodgers and Manning were both right up there in terms of QBR. Rodgers was number one in the league at both 37 and 38 years old. Manning was number two and number three in the league. 
Then they hit age 39. They were both 26th. Yeah. That could be that could be that Roger the thumb injury last year. Yes, he did. That he, he was lo- dealing with. He lost Devontae Adams. He had no receivers. It took Christian Watson yep. half the season to get going. So it might just be that that was Brady, right? Yep. Brady we thought was shot in the last year in, in New England, and then we realized, oh, if you give him offensive line and weapons, he's still incredible. And that could very well be Rodgers. If you give him the offensive line and the weapons, he could still be incredible. Well, Rodgers' quarterback rating last year was a 91, which is his lowest since 2006, when he didn't even really play a full season. He didn't. He played two games. Yeah. Previously, when his quarterback rating had dipped, he bounced back. Now, if you take away quarterback rating and go for QBR, which is a different quarterback rating, it takes in sacks and fumbles. Yep. QBRs, I think, generally looked at as better because guys like Allen, who run the ball, get points for running the ball and running touchdowns. QBR is basically how good were you compared to all quarterbacks ever to play games, right? Yep. His QBR last year, Joe, was a 39. Ooh. That's on a scale of 0 to 100. Yeah. 39 is very bad. You know what Josh Allen's was? 71. Twice as good. Yeah. The idea that Rodgers is better than Allen last year is hilarious. Right. Could he drop into the Jets' offense with Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Brees Hall? Like they've got weapons. Is he better than Josh Allen? No. Could he jump into a better offense than Josh Allen? Is that is that possible? That because of what they have, um, he could be in a better offense because he's got better weapons. How close is it? We've we've said this the last couple of days. Whose team's weapons are better than the Bills? We've not said the Jets. No, I think the Jets are about on par. It de- you know what it honestly depends on? Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. If he takes a step. He could be as good as Diggs this year. Yeah. I don't think that's crazy. I don't either. Last year he had 1,100 yards and four touchdowns on 147 targets. With bums. R- right. Nothing. Flacco. Bums. So what is he with Rodgers? If he's digs good, which again I don't think is crazy, then you might have to put the Jets' offensive structure around the quarterback above the Bills, depending on what the Bills do. We'll get a break. Eight oh three oh five fifty. We'll talk a little more about Rodgers to the Jets, which Diana Rossini is reporting appears to be getting close. The Jets are optimistic they're going to get this thing done, working out a deal with the Packers, and what to do in the uh, Tremaine Edmonds hole. What would you do with that? big contract if he leaves do you want to give it to somebody else and what position we'll get to our twitter poll as well 8030550 to join us on wgr we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
Sports. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.